the NFL were um, being found out for deflate gate, and he's like, "Oh shit, my legacy is on the line." <laughs> uh, Portland's plan is to fully reshape the roster around Damian Lillard. Interesting. No, that's smart. Yeah, but <laughs> realistically, who are they gonna get? If he hasn't brought in anyone special now, why would he bring in anyone special after? No idea. I mean, it's it's a change from where he was at the start of the season, though. To be fair. Oh, Knicks fans now accept that our team is shit. Well, we are based in New York. What do you expect? Damn it. Um. Mima, Mima, what? Me? Oh, Mina Kimes. Oh, this fraud. Oh, they're only doing all this because that guy came after her about Jimmy. Oh, Chris Evans, shut up, you absolute simp. Why do I even follow you? Waste, man. Um. Five transfer deals that nearly happened. Fabio Cavalli at Liverpool, Adam Traore to Tottenham, Linga, all everyone knows that. He didn't offer anything new for Fabrizio. He needed to get out. Noel F. Yeah, because Noel sucks. Top in. Yeah. Why was reddish? The D plus. Tom Brady on potential NFL return, never seen ever. Retire, man, leave us alone. Just, just go away. Lots <laughs> new poster for the book of Boba Fett. Lots of character I know means show is good. <laughs> 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 Honestly, I think this show proves Star Wars fans will eat anything up if it has characters they recognise. Yeah. It has me super worried for Obi-Wan. All I've heard is that the writing's lazy, boring, and inconsistent, full of fan service with little sus subs. Uh, nothing about the Everything from Mando season 2 and Boba Fett give me Doctor Who series 12 vibes. Tons of returning characters for the sake of it rather than coherent writing or substance. Have we got... It feels like they're panicking after the sequel trilogy and just shoving recognisable characters in it. Interesting thing. Don't worry, my friend. I've got eight more episodes of this bullshit before I get onto Boba Fett, which will be incredibly fun. If you'll know it. Okay. Well, we don't have any viewers yet. We oh, we're live. Yeah. <laughs> what? I've been chatting rubbish for while we're on live. Oh my gosh. Normally, I'm the only viewer, but I can't do that because I'm actually here. Let's <laughs> <laughs> go share it to your friends. Oh, I know. Hold on. Let's put it out on Instagram. Okay, how would I do that? Oh, I know. Let me take a picture of... Okay, let me go to the Bull Knowledge Podcast. Boom. Shut up! Ew, I don't like my voice. 
Turn the volume off. <laughs> there you go. Now we're live, and then I'll screenshot, and then go to Instagram, and then log on to this. Go to the other one. It's better long. More. Add new. No, we have to put it in our story. Um, what? Oh, to put that one. Yeah. But then right. Live now. Oh, I need to use it. Our new Is show. It? Hey, the yeah, he doesn't have a camera. What did I say? Oh my god. <laughs> new show. Boo boo. Give it a cheeky little. Oh, that actually worked out pretty nice. Let me put some sparkles. I don't know what that. Okay, yeah, that looks cool. And yeah, the don't allow. Um. Hashtag let's get vaccinated. Yes. <laughs> oh, gosh. oh um, that's what Sparkles do. Okay, cool. And done. Boom. MK, you gonna join? I don't know if he's here or not. Fucking idiot. Says he is, but. Who commented? Um. Oh. Okay. Oh, don't worry, Isman. On our on our podcast, um, Insta, we have won an iPhone 13. Yeah. Lovely. Are you, are you excited? Yeah. I mean, I use Android, but. <laughs> hey, don't say that sort of stuff. It's blasphemous. Oh. I'm following so many people on my main account. Um. Look. Drill Hub liked my video. Why, thank you. Oh, he he done a tacky video. I guess he's oh. a Liverpool fan. Lovely. Um, um, we're up to two concurrent viewers, but... One of them cannot be me, so that this is positive. No, now we're on zero concurrent viewers. We've... <laughs> oh, wait Why for would they leave? We will wait for the people. Uh, sounds. I don't want a euphoria sound. What's a meme song? That's so shit. Monkey. <laughs> <laughs> this is the best one. What the fuck? It's me and the monkey, innit? That's Lovely. the high Alright, uh... What time should we give it for to start doing the stream? When we get concurrent views. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Come through, Bosh. Close. Mason Mount versus Phil Foden. Alright, let's see this. Pace. Yeah. Okay. Oh shit, I lost the audio. Audio? Idiot. Yeah. <laughs> so not looking good for my oratory skills. Sorry. MK is still muted. If you're gonna join, join, bruv. Unless he's trying to fix his camera. Mount. Mount. So then. Uh, who is better? 
Mount has more tangible quality, whereas Foden has more potential and flashy moments, I'd say. Mount is more effective than Foden, but Foden's better. There you go. We have two viewers, lovely. Uh, can they come through and say hello? Hello, hello. What do you want? Yeah, MK's never talking, so that's alright. Um, I can't even click his settings and kick him out. Okay. I can try. Don't say that. We're live, bro. <laughs> what? I said kick him out. You don't like MK. Do <laughs> I'll kick him yeah, out. He's a basement. Remove from call. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen a player take such a turn that Atlanta series broken. Bro, you just put up another 30 points, man. <laughs> Leave him alone. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, three viewers! World class! Oh my gosh. Should we just get started and then we will carry on? Oh, well, I'll put. Oh, it's going to be recorded anyway. It'll be up on Spotify and stuff tomorrow. Yeah, if if anyone asks, um, we can explain the format very quickly. Did live start already? I thought I logged in on time. This guy said, "Yeah, he'll, yeah, I'll be here for four fifteen. And he came at 4.30. This guy's lost brain cells. That's what he, he's wasted potential is what he is. My god. You did but you weren't talking. Yeah. Alright. Let me go on and check the... Oh, oh yeah. We're on, we're on two viewers. Alright. We'll get started. Um, thank you for coming back. Everyone who's here. Um, this is the first of many debate episodes that we're going to do. Sadly. Every, weekly. <laughs> Everyone just... If you check... Everyone just wants to come to me my opinions. My God. If you check our Instagram, um, you would have seen a massive post by MK and Aslam saying, oh, uh, Tuesday is at 4.30, we're going to start our live stream. Four forty-one. Yep. <laughs> well, we're waiting for the people. We did start at four thirty. Um, oh, yes, um, it's all your fault. You stupid viewers. Yeah. How about that? Well, <laughs> regardless, uh, in long. as we can see, as you can see in the comments around about now, I did put up a live uh, the link tree that we have, and if you go into it, you'll see that we now have a Discord. And a Skype chat for people to come in and ask yeah, questions or add questions into it. So on the Discord oh, chat now, we've got yeah. like five or six questions at the moment for football to talk about in the future. What? Yeah, my friends are just going through and just adding stuff. The what the hell, man? <laughs> this was a surprise. Oh There's God. also a Skype chat if you do want to join. If you join, and we could possibly have you on a debate one day or a video one day. 
That should be quite cool. Um, okay. What else is that? Uh, I also have started a Apple podcast channel, so we're also on Apple now. That's lovely. Yeah, that's as much as we can give. Below, you'll also find our Twitter, our Instagram, and our Spotify. So yeah, lovely. Well, joining me today. Well, as always, I'm your host, Asman. Joining me today, I've got Aslam, who's in a title of this, because it's Aslam versus the World, Episode 1. And today, we have Miles joining Aslam. Hello, Miles. Hello. Hello. Would you like us to link your Instagram or anything in the description? No. Um, People can see your drawings. (laughs) No. (laughs) They're not that good. Well, Miles' drawings are fucking great, just for everyone to know. <laughs> They're actually sick, I'm telling you. Yeah, for sure. Credit. I could yeah. draw like that. I got the lowest possible grade in R. Yeah, we... Like, I got an S in R. You got an S in R? S. A GCSE? Oh. Ow. Yeah, I failed. Because I didn't do any work. I just <laughs> sat there and, <laughs> and, and listened to music the whole time. Fair enough. I mean, you can still draw at least. Yeah, I guess. I think when we were in year seven and year eight, we tried. We had a competition to see who could get the lowest mark in art. Bloody <laughs> hell! Me. Yeah, because we were put on a table of everyone who was on like three C or below, and it was just on us. I didn't try to be the worst. That was me genuinely like trying to be half decent at art, and I got the uh, lowest grade. So that was a big hit to my self-confidence, but, you know, that's alright. I remember I got a four in the exam that they made us do at the end of the year, and everyone was shocked. Well, did you guys pick art for GCSE? No. no this was, like, year seven, right. year eight time. I wanted to do well in all that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Miles, you've been asked to send moods. Uh, yeah, just uh, send me a DM and I will. Um, Alright, we'll get started. Well, the, the way this debate works, I have three questions ready, so there'll be technically three rounds. Uh, if you in the comments would like to give your decision on who won each round, that would be great. But we'd still do three rounds just for the content. Um, for this debate, our yeah, us three are still a Raj favor. Joe and Tyre as well, I think. <laughs> um, Raj was trying as well. I can't believe it. Oh, that yeah, so today's thing. debate, since it's Asim and Miles, will be surrounding movies and TV shows. Because I, I, for, for as long as I can remember, Asim and Miles have been arguing like nearly daily about movies and TV shows. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right. That's why. Sir, yeah, right. Boys, are we ready? <laughs> Yeah. No, we might as well end it. He just accepted that I was right. Uh, <laughs> I said, yeah, right. It's over. Exactly. Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. I've defeated yeah. him. I actually said it in the football yeah. chat, shouldn't I? Because everyone knows Miles in that one. Yeah, come on, man. Yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> where is it? Alright. Well, Learn we'll get started. And I'll give you the first question. Just let me know. Who you think won after both people have given their opinions? The correct answer is me. The first 
I'll, the first question that I'll keep in the comments and will be in the, the description for the future viewers. Are comic book movies becoming stale? Oh, As um, you I have the floor. Yeah. Oh, what? Lee, why do <laughs> I have to go first? This is an absolute disgrace. Alright, let me think. Yes, they are. Of course they are. Like, let's be real. They're just, uh, they're just the same thing. In the sense that you don't get any finality to anything anymore. Like... You can't just get stories. Everything has to connect with one another because everyone wants to follow the MCU's formula. The MCU is still in itself because, I mean, we're 23 movies deep and everyone has realised that the villains are terrible on the whole. Um, they're mostly jokes. Uh, the movies themselves just follow the same typical formula, especially if it's a standalone. Um... The, you have the typical hero's journey, the villain is typically an inversion of the uh, the hero which makes it more difficult for the hero to win until the end when they get a really cool power up and then we get an epic CGI villain at the end for some reason we had that in Wonder Woman, we had that in Doctor Strange even though I think it was utilised pretty well there, we had that in Fudge. What was the new one that just came out? Shang-Chi. We had that in Eternals. We had that in... Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi. My God, that was terrible. Um, the ending, anyway. Not the whole movie. And the the typical, you know, MCU humor. I mean, the, the reason why many people are now coming at the superhero movies is because as much as we like them, they do offer nothing different anymore. Everything just wants to be like Marvel. And even that is becoming stale and annoying. I mean, blast enough from that, everyone wants to have a cinematic universe like the MCU, so... Yeah, of course it's becoming stale. Miles, you have a robot. Well, it's uh, not going to be that much of a debate, because I, I kind of agree <laughs> with it. Not, <laughs> not, not as much as Aslam, because... Especially with the MCU, you can tell when you're watching the films. Like, because when I first watched them, I watched them like all at once, like all twenty films, in back to back, and you can just tell that like the the films are becoming the same. They will have like the same formula and stuff. So, but I feel like it's not becoming stable yet because it, it hasn't like. They need they, if they carry on doing it the same way as they're doing it, it will become stale, I think, because there's only so much you can do. It, it's just like individual films followed by a team up with a massive villain, and then they kill the villain. And so, they needed, I think, they need to try and do something different. Um, but then they did try and do something different with Eternals because that, was, that wasn't really like any other MCU film, but then they uh everyone hated it so so like, what do you expect them to do that was the point i was going to bring up for your side as yeah. well. like everyone hated eternals when it tries something new. but i mean even still it's just like the market will become oversaturated with mcu content because right yeah. now we've got a bunch of shit that was planned from like three four years ago and then just now we've had an agatha series announced for some reason and like spin-offs of like side characters or villains where it's like we don't need this 
right? And it's a bit yeah. like with comics where you just have a bunch of like stuff just sprawled around, and people were complaining about MCU fatigue like three, four years, like two or three years ago as well. Like after Endgame, there was like, have we got too many? And if we're asking that then, and now we've got Disney Plus coming out with all the shows and the animated stuff, and uh, then we've got more movies in the pipeline, which will set up more shows and more. Right? Eventually, you'll just hit a point where you're just like, I can't do all of this. And obviously, if you look at it from a comic thing, it's like, yeah, you want to have as many comics as possible because then you spread a wide net. But eventually, people will just get tired of it, in my opinion. Yeah. And stale is not to say it's bad. Something can be stale and still be good. That's why people like them rich tea biscuits, I guess. Like, <laughs> being stale isn't bad, but it's annoying for the progression of movies. Like, yeah, that's what I was going to say. I was just going to say, like, I think the main difference between me and you in this is that I enjoy the movies a lot more than you do. So I, um, when I'm watching the new Marvel stuff now, I'm still enjoying it, even though I can see that in the future it might become stale or, like, you can see start to see a pattern emerging. Because, like, so the films that have been released, like, last year, I enjoyed most of them, like, Black Widow wasn't great, but the rest of them I really like. But it's the TV shows that I have a bit of an issue with. But so far, none of the TV shows have been great, in my opinion. Like, they've been okay, but they've not been amazing. So it's like, you should at least put more effort into the TV shows if you want people to, like, keep watching the TV shows, especially because they have, like, a million TV shows planned. So... Yeah, even though I'm enjoying it now, I can see why in the future it can become stale and eventually get boring and repetitive. Uh, I will add just, I know I'm the moderator, but I will add something. I think they um, something they tried to do was step away from the usual algorithm doing stuff in Shang-Chi. And for the most part, I thought they did quite well with it, but then it just like, they diverted back to what they do usually. So I think, I know we're only talking about MCU movies, but I think the state overall, yes, it looks like comic book movies are becoming stale, but someone like James Gunn or Taika Waititi, they're adding something new to it. So it's like you're getting people or directors who don't usually do comic book movies and putting them in to see if they can have something different. Because Chloe Zhao did um, Eternals. And uh, I, I think um, a lot of people thought that even though the reviews were like, "Oh, Eternals isn't that good" or whatever. Oh yeah, a lot of people thought Eternals was quite good. Um, yeah, I liked it because it, think... it didn't necessarily follow a certain way of doing stuff like we've seen before. So I think by bringing in like new random new directors and people who aren't attuned to doing comic book movie stuff. It should be it, it, you should be able to get something more out of it, but I think yeah. they need to step away from like. I, I get they're coming from a place where it's like okay, if I say, if we sell to kids, then we're gonna get more money out of like merchandise and stuff. But I think there's like a whole there's a whole other side to the audience that they're just forgetting about. So like the older comic book fan. The people who've read comic books for years and years and years, who have seen like all the dark bits or the dark com- the dark areas of comics that uh, movies hardly ever travel to. I think that's okay. a way that they can step away from being stale and like adding something new to it. I don't even think comic books seem to be that expensive either. 
Like, I, I guarantee you most of the budget goes into the big CGI monster at the end of the movie. Even Ragnarok had that, with like Serta and um, the dog Fenrir. And it was like, if you take them out, it doesn't really change anything. Like, we keep Serta at the beginning, but if you take Fenrir at the end, it doesn't change anything. You just have Hela as the main villain. Just have them all team up and beat her. It's this big epic moment, and then have them go on a ship and then get bust up by Thanos. Like it, it like it doesn't change the movie at all, really. Yeah. But I think I comfortably won that, to be honest. You know, <laughs> we, we basically agreed. So you, no, I you didn't sway me. I came in with our opinions. <laughs> you can't you can't win a debate where you're debating against someone that has the yeah. same opinion as you, really. Yeah. Uh, Miles. I went first, and you came in and said you agree with me. Either yeah. That's surely a win for me. What, what, you're trying to tell me that my mind was made up after hearing you speak? Of yeah. course. There is no other yeah. logical... <laughs> um, I think... Sure. Um, cool. I, I, I mean, you guys pretty much agreed with each other. <laughs> to be fair, yeah. the, um, the poll that we had up says... Two people agree that comic movies are becoming stale. One of them was me. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> they don't need to know that, shush. Oh yeah, sorry. It was Miles. <laughs> I haven't voted. Oh, it's okay. I ended the poll. Come on, man. Um. Okay. New question. <laughs> the next question is, which I think did get heated in the chat once but we'll see um when did game of thrones take a turn for the worse Miles i'll let season eight oh, <laughs> yeah you can go you can go it, it, game of thrones was good until season eight it's like it, well i don't see what was wrong with it before season eight like season eight wasn't amazing obviously but then if you think about it season eight as like media content was still like decent it's just because it wasn't game of thrones early seasons level that people hated on it like obviously i can see that like a lot of the stuff was stupid like in the the battle winterfell like the whole fight was a bit stupid and then the killing of the night king before we even saw the motivation as to why he was trying to kill people that wasn't great but like before that, in like season seven and six, which is where P- I see people complaining about it, I don't see where there's a problem with that. Like season six, in my opinion, is the best season anyway. So I don't, <laughs> I don't see why people hate on it. So season eight is when it got bad. All right. Oh, what? is gone. I ran him out the show. And what? He's still here. Oh, he's still here. Oh, no, I thought his face cam was gone. So I was no, he's still here. Is it? But... Oh, now you're back. Yeah. Essentially, right? <clears throat> Game of Thrones declined in season... after season four, right? And let no. me preface this and say season one to four of, of Game of Thrones is peak television arguably. It's some of the best TV I've ever seen, right? And they all follow a nice little structure, and everything has purpose. 
they're constantly setting everything up, right? Now we can agree that season eight was terrible, right? Yeah. So instead, I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna work backwards, right, and go from season seven, right, and explain why this was bad. First of all, Daenerys just becomes an idiot. Like, lest we forget, these are the same people that said, oh yeah, by the way, Daenerys just forgot about um, the Iron Fleet, right? She just, like, they're literally talking about it, but she just forgets about that. But anyway, yeah, that's besides the point. They introduce Euron Greyjoy. He's shit. Like, he's just shit, isn't it? He's, he's he's just like the most stupid character around. He just goes around, talks about his dick a lot, and like wants to get with Cersei. That's his whole motivation. His entire motivation in the entire show is to get with Cersei. Which is just shit, right? But anyway, season seven has two of the stupidest like episodes in um, the spoiled of war, where Jaime and Bronn decide to just get a load of plot armor. Like, for instance, there's a bit where Jamie sees Daenerys being covered by a literal dragon, and instead of running off while his troops have all been murdered, he decides to run straight ahead with his horse and ride at her. Bear in mind, all the dragon had to do, and which it does, is turn around and shoot literal fire out of his mouth. This is supposed to be one of the greatest generals in, in Game of Thrones, right? One of the smartest people. Also, he's a great fighter, right? And to be a great fighter, you need to have intelligence. Then he falls into the water. Bear in mind, he's carrying gold armor. Gold, right? <laughs> Fucking heavy. He just floats. And Bronn, with his heavy armor, is also able to swim down, get him, bring him back up, and everything is fine, right? It's the, the, it, it says I'm nothing. They just randomly kill a bunch of people just to show Daenerys has power. It's fucking dumb, right? And then you have Beyond the Wall, which is one of the stupidest episodes of all time, right? <laughs> they want to prove to Cersei for some reason that, you know, the the the, the Night Walkers are real, you know? The White Walkers, sorry. They're real and they're really scary. So their plan is to send nine men or something to go and get them. These men are some of the the most important characters, Jon Snow, incredibly fucking important. The Hound, incredibly important in a battle, isn't he? Fucking who else went? Jorah went, didn't he? Like, send your soldiers. Why would you want to bring, like, you want to go there, bring them to Cersei, then this somehow will prove that the army of the dead is real, right? For some reason. And then she, as a result, will be convinced that the white will real threat and they're really bad and everyone needs to team up like this is the avengers yeah and everything is fucking dumb right john just becomes an idiot he just he goes from like being a semi-decent character to to mark queen and i love the narrative yeah that's the season eight. 20 minutes ago this isn't before no, he literally he meets her 20 minutes ago yeah and he goes i love her mark queen you? let's have sex yeah, I love you. Yeah, I'm behind you all the way. Yeah. Fucking dumb. Season 7 is just, just bad, right? It's just horrible. It sets up the worst season, right? Season 6, does, it literally does nothing to me. Like, but so nothing, much happens in happens Season 6. Episodes. No. Until the last two episodes, nothing really... Like, the storylines go nowhere at all. 
Who right? do or die? Is that that or episode is sick. Yeah, the the last two are like great. No, that's in like this episode five. What even happens in episode five? Oh, Hodor. Yeah. Fuck me. That uh, that bit is cool. I'll accept that. And I'm not saying that Game of Thrones was terrible. Season five and seven and eight are terrible. But the decline from season four to like season five and six. After season five, when they when they find out that there's um, that they've caught up with the books. They just become a moment, right? And the writers start writing backwards instead of building the story up, which is what they've been doing before. So they learn, like, oh, we need to get to Hard Home, right? So let's have this really contrived bit to get there, and then we'll have a really cool fight scene. Or we need to get Arya to woo the fray. So let's have a waste two seasons learning with the faceless men. To be fair, cool. I don't really like she that does story nothing. They just either. go. They just go, oh, go there, pretend to be this, and then eventually you'll just kill someone, by the way. That would be really cool. That's how you learn to be one of the faceless men. Or they, they introduce the worst storyline in the entire show in Dawn. Dawn is shit. No, the worst... Nothing happens. It's not that bad, really. The worst storyline in the show is Bran becoming the free-eyed raven. Oh, yeah. By the way, they, in season five... Setting up for Bran becoming the king, they just abandoned. Yeah, Bran he's, he's not in the entire he's, season. It's quite funny. And and he's meant to be, and he's meant to have this great story that we just missed for an entire season for some reason. And the the change between him, he becomes a massive dick in season six, right? Arya, this is season five and six introduced stupid things like fucking Barristan Selmy just dies for some reason. They just wanted a cool action scene. And they wanted the old man to die. He's still alive in the books, but they just went, yeah, let's have him die. They killed Jon Snow, and then went, eh, let's bring him back two episodes later. Like, if you're gonna bring him back, I don't mind, right? But you could have fucking what's her face, Sansa, come up, try and get troops. Yeah, everyone's like, oh my god, how's she gonna do this? She wants to go up against Ramsay. Yeah, and then Jon comes in as a last-minute thing almost and it's this big valiant moment and it pays more um credence to his storyline because he does nothing after that as though a high he does nothing he just brings everyone to winterfell and everyone blows up right i'm not even talking about that, that horrible episode like it is fucking dumb and cersei's resolution to her story where she's about to be put on trial and she blows everything up is a perfect encapsulation of what this show became cersei is one of the smartest characters in the show and her solution to being put in trial was blow everything up but did it not Surely work at some point I, i'm not saying it won't work so right? what's the problem solution, with it like <laughs> the problem is it's dumb. The how is it dumb is, it works you, you, you can't say you can't dumb? say it's dumb if it worked and it makes such a sick episode as well so i don't Can see I what the problem is you and get caught after is that a successful, like, murder plot? Yes. Is it smart? No. Yeah, but she doesn't get cool because no one does anything to her because she blows up everyone who can... Exactly, so it works. So what's the problem? But here's the thing, yeah. Season 1 to 4, right? If we if we try and implant that, do you think season 1 to 4 Cersei would blow the fuck out of people? No, she would use 
her intelligence, yeah, and she'd probably either bribe everyone. Yeah, but like, what, what else could she have work, done, though? Instead, she blew everything up. Yeah, but what else could she have done? You're saying, yo, use her intelligence. She tries to do that the entire time, like trying to manipulate Tommen to, to stop being a dick. And then Tommen's like, actually, no, I'm going to still carry on being a dick. So she's like, oh, fuck it. Why don't I just kill everyone? And then my son will finally yeah, stop I mean, being a dick. <laughs> You're going at the specific scenario, saying that that scenario is complete fact, but you can just change the scenario. Like, in stupid moments, yeah, you don't blame the, the, the stupidity on the characters. You blame the stupidity on the writers. Yeah, but writers I'm saying there is no stupidity. In blowing everything up in Game of Thrones. Yeah, it worked. So, it was... Consider all the season two, right? built upon Tyrion's plan to try and salvage, you know, Greek, uh, uh, the fire to stop Stan, uh, Stannis, right? Yeah. And it's this whole season's build-up to everything. What a stupid plot line. It's just like, oh, by the way, we've got a bunch of fire. Yeah, but we we knew about that. It's not like that was suddenly a revelation. We knew about that from season two. Yeah, but, but you know what I mean, though. <laughs> like, this is, it, it, it's, it's come up like a throwaway line, like, oh, by the way, you know, there's a bunch of Greek fire under there. Oh, cool. Let's not talk about it for eight episodes yet. Not any inkling that Cersei is setting everything up. Like, yeah, but why do you like, need to know set that she's up? setting everything up? It can just be a surprise to the audience. to the intelligence of the character. Yeah, but then, if, if every episode, if every episode we had a bit of Cersei being like, oh, there's some fire, and then the next episode, oh, why don't I blow this shit up? And then the next episode is her putting it underneath the set. People would be like, oh, wh why do we need to see that? She could have just done it. So either way, people would have been moaning about it. I'm saying set it up in a natural way, in that you get some hints as to what she wants to do. You get a hint about the, the, the blowing everything up. You get the hint that she's moving different pieces to have everything set up. There. Yeah, but then so that ruins how special the opening of the episode is. Because the opening of the episode well, is sick, set, because you don't know what she's going to do. No, but it's like it a whole like ten a minute sequence. Revelation. No, because it's like a whole ten minute sequence at the start of that episode where nobody speaks and you don't know what's gonna happen. It's part of like you just see the trial. You don't know that the whole thing is gonna blow up. It's part of the surprise. That is part of what makes the episode good. Because then when you see fucking Lancel below the thing and you see the wildfire, you're like, oh fuck, I know what's about to happen. If you saw that in episode two, you're going to be like, oh, well, that's not as dramatic or as special now because... But it doesn't need to be dramatic. Why? It's as a in, TV show. I mean, we don't need to see... The dramatic thing should be everyone seeing everyone blow up, not being surprised by everyone blowing up, if that makes sense, right? What they do is they just introduce a branch of plot twist to go, hey, look, we're actually really smart because we're just... We're, we're confusing you. You don't know what's happening because we don't know what's happening. Yeah, but you're not, when I say like, confused, I, I don't mean like you have no idea what's going on. I mean, like, it's mysterious. You don't know what's going to happen. Not like, oh, I have no idea what's happening. Because you can sort of tell that something's going to happen. You just don't know what it is. They, 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 they conflate good writing with a bunch of twists. 
And you can see that with yeah, the fucking dragon. Yeah, but he doesn't like a twist. The twist is part of good writing. Why do they need to bring there's bring two dragons? How bringing two dragons makes Yeah, but you're talking about season 8 now, and I agree that season 8 is No, season 7, when he goes to bring the the dickheads back from... Yeah, but to be fair... Right. To be fair, from like a logical dragons? perspective, if you bring more dragons, you're gonna kill more things. But <laughs> this is a rescue mission because they just need to bring the nine people, however many fuckers when they need to bring them and the wolves or whatever they got that they've captured. Yeah. Yeah. And also, by the way, Tyrion, by the way, throughout all this time is a fucking idiot. Right. Season five, nothing. Daenerys just fucks off for some reason with Drogon, yeah? And they leave them, they leave Tyrion and all that to try and rule, where they're just useless. Like, forget the fact that Tyrion was the hand of the king. Forget the fact that he was actually really good. He stopped Stannis, he was intelligent. Yeah, forget that. He's just a bumbling idiot, right? So he's shit. She abandons Dario for some reason, just because she's like, oh, I need to focus on my plan. And you will distract me. I don't need love right now. And then she falls for John, and they have wicked sex for some reason. Like, okay, fine, fair enough. I mean, you, you got rid of Dario for some. Dario's still there, by the way. He's not fucking doing anything. Yeah, like, it did. It did kind of annoy me that Dario just disappeared because Dario was so cool. I loved that guy. I was hoping he'd appear in season I eight. And they killed him. Fuck yeah, it, that anyway, annoyed me a bit. In but... season five, do you remember anything that actually happened? Like the, in season the, five, the... Hard Home. Hard Home is yeah. literally like the second yeah, best episode in the entire show. And, and what else? Well, in season five. season five. Well, I don't know, but I, I watched yeah, it like different. years ago, so what do you expect? <laughs> I'm saying that, like, why? Like, they don't need... All right, like, let me look it up. Two of the most memorable bits are Hard Home and Sansa gets raped for some reason. And it's it's just the weirdest thing because it's like why? And and the thing is, the whole thing isn't told through her story. It's told through the eyes of Theon. This is more torture for Theon for some reason than the person that's actually getting raped. And then after that they justify it by going, Well, after she got raped, she became a really cool, strong character. If you need your your female characters to get raped to justify having like uh, how to get character development as a result. It's fucking dumb, isn't it? It's just dumb. <laughs> uh, we've got loads of comments. Um, Faris <laughs> is saying... Hey, 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 hey. Put your votes here, yeah? What season did Game of Thrones... You put season four. It's season five. You said season four. <laughs> you frauded Yeah, you said season four. You signed off with season four. You said season four was when it started taking a turn for the worst at the start of the video. <laughs> I said one to four is great. See, we have more votes on, said, on season eight, though, so, you know. Like, after season four. Okay, um. We, okay, we do, we do have. Thought, okay, I'll, you right? carry on, I'll, I'll say afterwards. Here's my closing thoughts on it, right? Oh, thank you. As I'm is always right. That's correct. Right, here's my biased. closing thoughts. <laughs> I am incredibly biased. Oh, that is, yeah. Um, look. Game of Thrones has always thrived because of its great writing, great setup, and incredible acting, right? It was never the visual effects that brought anyone up, right? After season five, or season four, the visual effects increase, but the quality of writing decreases. Instead, Game of Thrones becomes a moment show, where before you would 
um, uh, praised the, the incredible thing going to set up to everything, right? The trial. You had everything being set up for the surprise reveal of, of Shay coming and then him playing up at everyone, right? It makes sense. Or Oberyn, like, um, trial by combat. That was fucking cool because Oberyn's introduced, we get backstory on him, and then he has his whole fight scene. Everything yeah, but you just cool, you, right? you just said oh, season five was shit, and then you just said two moments that made season five sick. Is... No, but season five just has a bunch of, uh, or season five onwards just has a bunch of moments that you can oh, look right. to and say in isolation they're really cool. Yeah. But when you actually look at the season as a whole, they're shit because they're just set up for moments, but not true setup for an actual story. But it isn't like right? TV because... shows and movies is based on moments. Like, that's how like, you set up something and then a moment happens. Isn't that just how they work? The the great part about a TV show is the journey is always better than the destination. You, you like the journey more because you're setting up for something and it's not a moment that you can look back and go, well, hey, in season five, Hard Home was really cool. I don't know what anything else was that was cool about it. In season six, you had the Battle of the Bastards and the Winds of Winter, which are great in my yeah. opinion. Anyone that says they're not, I think they're incorrect, but that's their opinion. But before that, we just have a load of fluff to get to there. With season seven, you have two really good or good episodes or two moments that they think are good in the spoils of war and... You have a dickhead on the wall. And even the last episode is fucking nonsense, right? But I didn't want to talk about the last episode because then it leads into season eight, which is arguably the worst pile of shit ever created. <laughs> it's not right? that bad. Bloody Spoilers of War just introduced incredible plot armor and ridiculous nonsense. No, well, the plot armor's not that bad, is it? Season six had that as well, though. Huh? Like, Arya getting stabbed and swims in dirty water and suddenly she's okay. What do you mean? <laughs> It makes no sense. Or, or when Melisandre takes off her necklace and she's like, "Yeah, I'm really old now, but a couple of seasons ago, I didn't have my necklace on." They just yeah, but that's that's just one holes. mistake. That's this incredible plot armor. Why ridiculous nonsense? <laughs> or like in season seven during the Beyond the Wall episode, where the wolves, instead of attacking from everywhere, they just run at them one by one to try and make it easier for them, and no one really dies. And it's like. This is nine people against like a thousand wolves, plus the White Walkers and the Night King, and the whole like thing that they build up to is the Dragon Dine, which didn't need to die because Daenerys didn't need to be a fucking idiot, and we don't need to introduce time travel by the way, or just incredible speed because the only way <laughs> Daenerys gets there that quick is through speed or time yeah, travel. Yeah, to, to be fair, that not... bit was a bit stupid. But... Um, we have a lot of stuff in the chat. Uh, Faris was agreeing with what Aslan was saying. He said season five was a downfall <laughs> of God. Five and six was bearable. Season six was the first season without source material, so it was kind of peak. Season four is when dialogue dumbed down, less for foreshadowing. Uh, Barrister and Selmy's death was the dumbest thing in the show. There needs to be foreshadowing, and a surprise can still be a surprise with intelligent foreshadowing. And you can see a hatred for everyone before blowing up the Scepter Battle. Oh, she definitely hated everyone at that point. I mean, she was, she had the whole um, shame or whatever. He also says, "Oh, by the way, you know that woman that does it? She also plays the woman in Ted." Oh, oh yeah, she's great. Uh, I've seen her in so much stuff. I'm very I'm sure Jamie mentions there was a wildfire stored under the sept by the Mad King. 
So there was foreshadowing there. Exactly, we knew about the wildfire. And even Bran had the vision of the explosion, but they tried to make... They tried tricking the audience, thinking that it was the Mad King explosion even before the... We knew we knew Jamie killed the Mad King before an explosion, and Kyburn <clears throat> told Cersei there was plenty of wildfire under the sept. See, is that not enough yeah, foreshadowing I, for I, you? I would accept that, but I just okay. I just find the whole blowing everything up thing weird. I I haven't watched the show in a while, so maybe I didn't catch the foreshadowing there, and that's fair enough. I, I'll concede that point, but I will still stand by the fact. That blowing everything up was fucking dumb. Yeah, but you still haven't said why. You're just saying there's no setup to it. But you haven't said why blowing stuff up itself is dumb. Because I just said it worked. I just think it's a contrived way to 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 execute everything that happened with Cersei's story. That's it. I just think that the solution, like we set up Cersei to humiliate, and her solution is to blow everyone up. Like. Do you see how it jars? <laughs> like, even just saying it, it jars. Just thinking about it. Yeah, but like, it's like, when you have nothing else to do, then why not just blow up all your enemies at once? It's funny. But Game of Thrones is funny like that. Do you get what I mean? Like, this is what I'm saying. Uh, like, just saying the line, Sadie got mad, she was humiliated, everything went wrong, so she blew everything up. It, it just jars with you, doesn't it? Like, it's not like it, it. It's like if the Red Wizarding was just an explosion. Like, it would achieve the same thing, but it's not as impactful because with the Red Wizarding, you had set up and you had a bunch of people, you know, getting shot and stuff. I don't know. All right, uh, Miles, did you have any closing arguments? <laughs> uh, not really. I just. Uh... Yeah, I don't know. Fair enough. I just, I just think that, like, it was fine. Like, obviously, there were some stupid things before season eight, but that happens in every TV show. Like, like I don't know if there's any TV shows above, like, six seasons that doesn't have a bad season or bad moments because it just happens. So I just feel like you can't blame the entire show on that. But then, like, obviously, like we said, season eight is still pretty bad. So that's where I would say it goes bad. But, I, yeah. I agree that, uh, you're allowed to have bad seasons. You're not allowed to have bad, four fucking bad seasons in a row, though, <laughs> But they're not four bad seasons, though. Even Cause, two like, bad seasons. When... Two All right, if they were so bad, why did you watch them? Because you finished the show. Yeah, but like you don't you don't stay around you don't stay around for like five years to watch a show if you think it's all bad. Like you watch one season, get halfway through the second season and be like, oh this is shit and then not watch it. Look, season five and six were okay. Right? Season seven was horrible. Right. But the thing is you have one last season where you're like they have two years off you and you're like They've got to do something good. I mean, they've got bigger budget, you know, they've got more time. Everyone's there, you know, this is cool. And then, you know, season eight comes out and you feel incredibly depressed about the way life has gone and your life choices as a result <laughs> of watching this stupid show, yeah? All right, do you think that if they had 10 episodes in season seven and eight, it would have been better? Or do you think it had already got bad enough that they couldn't have revived no, no, it with extra like episodes? By that, it was still salvageable because you have two okay seasons in five and six. 
Everyone yeah. was terrible for me, but you can still save that if you. Because I think mean, everyone was bad because they had to get everything done in two seasons, when they could have just mm. you know planned out more seasons. And if they planned out more season, more time would be given to the writing instead of you know the video effects and all of that, and it just would have flowed better. And I think things would have made more sense. But because they went well, everyone went, we want to do our slavery show as two white men. Um, <laughs> everything was. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> Apparently, they were gonna do like one season with ten episodes, like season seven with ten, but they were given like six extra episodes, so they split it into two. So, I don't know if it would be worse or better if they just did that one season with ten episodes. But, yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> leave your thoughts in the comments about what you think or when. You think Game of Thrones took a turn for the worse? Aslan's just a better debater, I think. He talks more. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. Wait, what, what's the last one? The, the best... Yeah, the uh, uh, final question. I know this stream has been cutting in and out throughout, but we'll, we'll fix it for tomorrow. Um, the final question that we have is, what is the best show on TV right now. So, as I'm saying, a show that isn't currently officially cancelled. Alright, Mars, we'll do rock, paper, Wait, to hold on. First. When you say not officially cancelled, does that mean it still has to be running, right? Yeah. Or so it can can't, it be any show ever? It can't be uh, just a show that people have completely forgotten about. Or, like, right. unless you want to say you stand and fair enough. I think it could end... Like, if it's ending this year, then it's fair game. Or if it just ended, for instance. So, if it was like, cool. I don't know. If Breaking Bad ended last week, we wouldn't go, well, that's not running anymore. Like, that would be fair game. All right, uh, cool. I'll do rock, paper, scissors. All if right. we go rock, paper, scissors, and then go, yeah. Yeah? rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Shit. <laughs> rock, paper, There's scissors, a much easier shoot. way to do oh, this. Oh, fuck I, you. Yeah. There's a much easier way to do this other than rock, paper, scissors because there's a lag between you a two. Uh, it worked. It, it, it doesn't worked. matter. Uh, I'm thinking of between one and... and I'm thinking of a number between what? one and ten. <laughs> as I'm picking if it's auto even. I'll go even further. It's the number six. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was seven. Okay, Miles, you go first. Uh, alright. Yes. Well, my vote for the best running show is Better Call Saul. Because uh, I think it's the most underrated show ever, right? Because it's, it's obviously the prequel to Breaking Bad. And it, but it's written and like created by the same guy who did Breaking Bad, I'm pretty sure anyway. And so... The Better Call Saul is literally just Breaking Bad, and it's as good as Breaking Bad, but with slightly different characters. And, like, it's not even slightly different characters, really, because you still have loads of characters from Breaking Bad in it, and all, all the characters that make it... All the characters from Breaking Bad that are good, because you have, like, people like Walter White, who I didn't really like in Breaking Bad. Obviously, he's not in Better Call Saul, so it's like Breaking Bad, but without the bad characters. And so I feel like Better Call Saul is, like, 
on par with Breaking Bad. And considering Breaking Bad is like one of the best shows of all time, so is Better Call Saul. So I just feel like nobody talks about it enough. And so that's why I think it's the best show that's on right now. It's got one season left um, before it ends, and I think it's coming out next year. So. I I, yeah. um, I will allow you to pick one more if you do have one more because I think Asla might have two. Uh, no, I've only got the one. Alright, uh, okay. go on then. Go on, Asla. Alright. <laughs> I had to get this checked. Crunchyroll is a streaming service and as a result, yeah, my pick is Attack on Titan. Show is awesome, right? It's like, okay, it really does follow the Game of Thrones thing because... It's really good up until the ending, and the ending's bad. But uh, you know, we haven't got to that bit in the in the in, in the show yet. So, Attack on Titan is my pick for the best show. The characters are all incredible. They're all A tier. It has great plot twists with actual good foreshadowing, Benny often wise, right? Everything is set up, and everything works in the show, right? You have great build up. You have a fantastic soundtrack. You have um oh shit. The openings are great. The the outros also give you more information. The animation is top class. They even had to change studio, and it's still friggin' awesome. It also has some of the highest rated shows on IMDb, for instance. Like, at one point, it had multiple 10 out of 10 episodes, which beats out what Breaking Bad does. <laughs> um, Wait, what'd you say? It's also on IMDb rated higher than um, Better Call Saul by about 30 and yeah, but who cares about IMDb? People on IMDb can be retarded. Miles, oh, yeah, guys, IMDb. please <laughs> keep the politically correct words out of this. <laughs> we need yeah, monetization. Sorry. Right. Let me look. <laughs> so, like, I, I'm looking at this site that tells me the ten best episodes so far, and the ten rating is nine point eight. That's insane. If you have 10 episodes of a 9.8, that's insane. It speaks to the, the, the consistency and quality of the uh, writing, the characters, the animation, the studio. It's awesome. It even has a, a, a couple 10 out of 10 episodes. Like, this is insane. The consistency, it's just awesome. And it's also one of the most popular shows in the world right now. So subjectively, it's one of the most popular, so it must be loved. And objectively, if you use IMDB as a as a as a reference point, these episodes are some of the highest in history. So I've got to go with Attack on Titan. That's fair. Semi fraudulent. That's alright. Nice. Yeah, but you you're you're saying right it's one of the most popular shows, so it must be good. Well, the Game of Thrones is one of the most popular shows. So <laughs> you know, I, I said just a lot of people like yeah, fair it because it won't be that. That, that watched and also if again with IMDB a lot of people could just go and review bomb it the hands of their review alright well if you look if you look, Bad, Bad, if you look at Ben's if you look at Ben's season 5 the lowest rated episode of IMDB is 8.7 so like that's pretty good and then like season 4 is 8.3 so like it's also got really high ratings on IMDB and cause it's just breaking bad but like different <laughs> oh it's basically it's just more breaking bad essentially oh for, for season four on oh. imdb the lowest rated is 8.9 world I mean, class gleaming hell 
<laughs> but that is impressive, three, to be fair. Three. Oh my god, season three! Fucking hell! Do I, I need to find an eight rating? Because right now the lowest I can, the lowest for season three is nine, eight point nine. There you go. For season two. 9.4, 8 8.99. Oh my god, Attack on Titan just has insane. Yeah, 8.9 again. <laughs> the consistency of the show is incredible. But it's, it's not oh, as easy to it. watch as Better Call Saul. You have to pay for a subscription for to another service just to use it. But everybody has Netflix, and Better Call Saul is on Netflix. You can't say that, so... you have to pay for Netflix as well. Yeah, but my my argument my argument is that everybody has Netflix. Who has Crunchyroll? I I will nobody. I'll um back yeah, and Netflix has like a billion people. I'll back Miles's one just for a second to say that. Uh, I know you were saying that the top ten episodes of Attack on Titans like nine point eight and above. Better Call Saul at least. 18 episodes have given a rating of 9 or above. Not right, bad. Well, I mean, it's 18 episodes of 9 and above on IMDb or just... On IMDb. Okay, let me see. Episode 89. Because I, I'm going to be real. If we're just using 9 ratings, <laughs> Attack of Titan will destroy it. <laughs> Okay, okay, how do I... No. But I'm telling you, from the last three seasons, you can you have more than... From the last two seasons, you have more than 29 rated episodes. Yeah, but anime fans are, like, like insane. So they're just obviously going to rate anything that's anime, like, 10 out of 10 anyway. Right. At, at least yeah, the Better Call Saul but... reviewers are realistic. So if you want an accurate interpretation of ratings, look it's at Better Call It's not Saul. harder for a live-action show to be rated... Compared to an anime. What do you mean? Because there's a lot more stuff that go into a live action show than there is an anime. The anime you animate and there's voice actors going above, but for live action you have to like actually show your uh, facial expressions and act it out, rather than just exactly. Being a voice so actor. for it to have a lower rating means it's just as good or better. I will ask Aslan, do you have a live action show? Or is it just Attack on Titan that you have? I mean, that, uh, first of all, yeah, I think that's a very unfair point, right? Because <laughs> if we're talking performance by itself, right, live action will have a hot... Uh, it's more expressive. Obviously, you can see that. But the work of the voice actors has to be that much higher because you're seeing a, char- a cartoon character, essentially. You're seeing an animated thing, and yet you, you, you find so much subtlety and believability in not only the animation, but also the quality of the voice actors themselves. I think that I think that's a very unfair point. You, know? you can actually see a character, but you can't see the animated character. So you have to there's there's less immersion in an animated character than live action. I can look at a live action show, show any of them, and be like, you know, what? I can see myself more in that than in an animated thing. So I think that's a very unfair point. I I well, don't think have it a is though. Titan, but I, I have a question for you. I think I think it's I, hard. Do you remember last week or a few days ago you were telling us about? Mandalorian and how yeah. you hate Pedro Pascal's voice in the Mandalorian yeah. bro but you know what I mean you have to watch an anime to understand if Favor was here he'd accept it 
Where's all my anime people in here? Oh my god. Would you say that animated yeah. shows are rated differently to live action shows? Oh. Are you sure? Because you Why think when people when people I make their like top no. 100 list of shows it's usually live action and then there's a separate animated one because they're quite hard to judge together which is why there's a second there's a whole another category for animated movies because they're rated differently yeah but in my opinion they shouldn't be rated differently this changes to a new debate (laughs) like right well you can have the attack on titan but if you had to pick a live action what would it be because i'm just curious to know now it would have to be Peaky Blinders, I would say. Yeah, that would have been my second one. Peaky Blinders. Miles, just to make it fair, do you have an animated a... one? Yeah, Invincible. Oh. Oh, yeah. no, I'm sorry. Yeah, that was, that was <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, yeah, when it goes down, Attack on Titan, bar the ending, which really fucking pisses me off, right? But I think people will still like that because... The guy, the, the creator literally scored fan fiction to try and get the best ending for everyone. Has it actually finished now? It's finishing. No, it's... Uh, yeah, it's maybe when it finishes, I'll try and watch it. Because we haven't seen each other's shirts, so we can't debate it that much. <laughs> but I'm telling you, yeah, if, if we just... If we cut off Attack on Titan before the last episode, yeah, it would go down in history as one of the greatest shows of all time. I would put it as my number one. It didn't have its ending. It's currently number one on my list, but until the ending comes out, I will not move it. When it does, fuck me. I'm going to be so sad. It will hurt more than Game of Thrones, but I'm telling you, Attack on Nine is fucking sick. If you haven't watched it, you need to watch it. It's a must watch. Me saying that about a show. I'm a hater, apparently. <laughs> so th- that was me. The one thing about, like, this should be a rap just because I like stuff less than Miles likes stuff, you know. So as a result, yeah, if I'm grasping this much about a show, its rating surely should be way higher. You know what I mean? Fair enough. All right. Um, if anyone has any opinions on that, please let us know now. Our viewing numbers have fluctuated over the past hour-ish. What was our peak? Uh, six. Like five, six. Not bad. We've had 38 playbacks, which is pretty cool. Um, I think the best show on TV right now is This Is Us because it's bloody emotional. It's not horrible. It's not horrible. Is so good it's and it's so, so consistent boring. as well. And you can't say consistently shit before you add that because you did watch season one, you just stopped watching it. <laughs> it wasn't boring. It's not boring. What's it about? It's family drama, effectively. It's like Succession uh, without a business. Oh, 95 episodes. I'm not watching that. <laughs> Look, yeah. You know what they did in season one, yeah? They, they fraud, fraudulently. <clears throat> took a storyline that could have, you know, been shown there, and then they just, no, we'll save it for the next season, and we'll just drag this bollocks storyline out for, for nine years, and have all the characters remain stupid, so that we can get more emotional beats out of them. You know this is not oh. bad. It's just, it's 
just emotionally like it's not bad. The only reason it's good is because it's really like, good. <laughs> it is really good. You can't watch it when you have tears in your eyes. <laughs> but as a result, the quality of the show must no. be. That's my argument. What is too oh. sad? So you're trying to say it, it made him feel sad, things. Like, <laughs> It made me feel it wasn't that good, alright? It wasn't that good. I even tried to get back into it like three times, but I couldn't. But that's boring. My god. The only good character in there is Jack. We all know what happens to Jack. His best friend betrays like the little fraudulent guy he is. I was gonna add another <laughs> word, but that would be considered. <laughs> wow. uh, what are the shows on TV at the moment? I was the boys. Last Kingdom of yeah, the boys. Oh, yeah, Last the Kingdom. boys is one of my favorites as well. That's fucking great. Yeah, I'm rewatching it right now. There's a animated show coming out on the fourth of March. Oh, actually, what? of the boys. What's that? It's like oh, everything really? that happens around in the world of the boys. That's cool. Yeah. I've got another. I've got another. Right. It's another anime. Currently, Demon Slayer is fucking sick. Yeah. If you are not watching the... Oh, oh my god. This season has been going insane. The animators, yeah. Oh my god. Whoever's, whoever's paying them needs to give them pay rises. The animation quality is insane. The the storytelling, voice acting as well. It's so much fun. Anime is so cool. If you don't watch anime, you're a loser. I'm telling you. See what I mean? Anime Wait, fans oh, are so passionate, so why do you expect all the ratings to be a 10? Is they're obviously going to be a ten. Look, if you ever watch it, you will understand why the ratings are ten. Oh, I tried that's to watch Attack on Titan once, and I got bored. Well, I didn't get bored. I just gave up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, yeah, it will be the most enjoyable. How many episodes is it? Attack on Titan. I think it's episodes. It's eighty, eighty episodes. But you have to think about it, but. They're 20 minutes, because yeah. the opening are like three minutes long. They really take their time with the opening, man. They're like, we really want to show off our <laughs> epic music skills, and they do it. My God, I know. And to be fair, yeah, they're sick. Like, the the new opening is number one in the rock um, Billboard charts. Uh, um, I'm what you, are the show? Insane. They dominate everything. They dominate the TV charts. They dominate. The billboard charts. Um, what don't they dominate? I will, I will watch Euphoria for the content. I'm willing to put myself uh, I, through I, that. I've Euphoria. tried watching Did that, you try? Yeah. I got bored. Yeah, in the first episode, I turned it off. How could you be bored? There's so many male genitalia. Well, I didn't get to that bit. Oh, yet. what a shame. Uh, <laughs> it's, it seems worth it, man. It seems if worth I it. watch it, I'll do reviews on the channel. I do episode by episode review. Why? For the content, man. Everyone watches you. Twitter is full of Euphoria stuff, so if we can get the Euphoria market, then we're in for something. Yeah, make a Twitter account and just tweet about it and use hashtag Euphoria. Because people just look through that hashtag all the time, so they'll see your tweets about it. We just have to make really generic tweets as well. Yeah. Rue is going through so much trouble this week. I'm telling you, yeah. I saw a clip from it, yeah. I'm convinced that Rue's mum is not African. I'm convinced. Because if she had an African mum... Half the show would, the show would doing, exist. Yeah, she would be dead. <laughs> she would be dead. 
is all I'm saying. She'd be dead like... There wouldn't be a euphoria because the main character would be dead way before I she even got to... A lot know, of people... She's always link it to like um Requiem for a Dream. That old I think Darren Aronofsky movie. Apparently it's like really fucked up the movie because it just shows like the problems with drug use and stuff. I mean yeah, but this just goes let me highlight the problems of, of drug use by making everyone a drug addict. <laughs> <laughs> the 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 showrunners definitely like, understand you're teenagers. Drug, you're on drugs. This whole universe is on drugs. Like, bro, calm down. Like, and everyone's just—it's like Riverdale on crack, which is saying something because Riverdale has. It's aliens. pretty much Riverdale on HBO. Aliens are cat. It's peak oh HBO. Peak. HBO had. Game of Thrones season one to four and Sopranos and uh, The Wire and fuck what's that other show? Oz and Westworld. Let me see how Band of Brothers. The what? Yeah. Westworld. Westworld. Westworld's great. I I tried Westworld. That was so boring. <laughs> you find everything um... boring, so. No, I like the first <laughs> season well enough. I started season two. And they had the whole, there was the samurai vibe, and I was like, cool, and then they just did nothing with it, and I was like... Yeah, but that's because if you carried on watching, it explains why samurais just suddenly showed up. Because no, the I season like one's the, like the cowboy like theme, in it, and then it becomes less cowboy themed. I like that, <laughs> oh. I don't like cowboys. I like 